welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 318, recorded live on Saturday, July 27th, 2013, and here are your hosts, the man who is ready and able to record this Saturday morning, Dave Pillay. Hey, hey! And the man who is ready and able to record this Saturday afternoon, Andy Lowe. Hi. And somehow it all worked out. That was crazy time zones. Yep, how dare they. Too bad you can't have some sort of, like, gradual time zone. <laughs> uh, Andy? I know, that would severely screw up everybody. Bad idea. <laughs> Why are you late for work? I'm not. Oh, wait, I crossed the ten-minute threshold. <laughs> I mean, where do you draw the line? At one point, you could have it be across the room as ten minutes later. That would be a little weird. That would be a bad idea. Well, there are some places where, like, one side of the street is on one time zone, the other side of the street's on another time zone. Okay. I bet you all the residents on those two sides have agreed to just go with one or the other. Hopefully. It's one of those things where it's like, yes, you could be in the middle of nowhere and be on two different time zones. But when you get down, if you get down to the micro level, then it probably doesn't matter. People just set their own time. Because time is, you know, relative. Nothing on that? Nothing on the relativity of time? I, I got, no, nothing. I'm not even going to go there with you. I'm not going to let you drag us down into that hole. Speaking of that, did you watch the uh, new Cosmo trailer? No. You didn't? There's a new Cosmo? You didn't hear about this? Uh, Andy, I get my news from this show. Well, that's Have awful. we talked about it? No, no, we haven't. Then I don't know about it. Okay, that's actually not true at all, but I have not seen information about it. Okay, this is this has been going on for a little while. Seth MacFarlane, you know, from Family Guy, American Dad, and all that stuff. Yeah, turns out he was a big fan of Cosmos, the mini series. Carl, Carl Sagan. Yes. Right. Yeah. If you want to make an apple pie from scratch, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. So he wanted to basically bring it back. Seth MacFarlane is going to bring back Cosmos. I know it sounds weird, but. <laughs> Bear with me. Okay. It gets better. Not okay. not like ironically gets better, but literally actually gets better. Because he's working with Carl Sagan's widow, who helped Carl write the first Cosmo. Mm-hmm. Not the first Cosmo, the first Cosmos. Got to make sure to distinguish that and the horrible magazine. Yeah, Cosmos. Cosmos, not Cosmo. Co- right. Carl Sagan did not write Cosmo. No, no, he didn't. That'd be really, really weird. Five ways to get your guy to have the Big Bang. <laughs> Okay, so he's working with people who have worked on the original Cosmos. Mm -hmm. He's also got Neil deGrasse Tyson to be the host. Oh, God. That's going to be like a nerdgasm. I know. So um, there there was actually a three-minute trailer for the series that was released at Comic-Con. Well, then. Yeah, it's going to be on network television in prime time next year. Whoa! Yeah. And is Seth MacFarlane doing anything besides funding it? He's helping out because um, you know how Cosmos, when they had like the, the live action people doing historical events sort of thing? Sure. Have you seen actually? Let's not go in that direction of questioning. What? Wait, what? Just let Andy. Wait, hold on. Andy, no, let moving, move along. I'm sorry, but I can't Accept let Accept it and move along. Of all the things that you have not seen, you are really going to get stuck on this. With all the stuff you have not seen and the stuff that you willingly refuse to see, like you are going what? to get stuck on this. What am I willing to refuse 
to Avatar, see Avatar, Game of Thrones, <laughs> any number of old movies that I was talking to Kate about and can't remember off the top of my head. I can call in Kate and ask her. I just I I'm, I'm watching Newsroom. Good. I'm watching Top Gear. Okay. It's just I just don't feel like I have time for Game of Thrones. Put it in a book on tape and listen while you run. I found that I really actually just need to listen to music. If I don't listen to music, I run out too fast. Mm-hmm. So by the time I need to run back... <laughs> you are too tired? Yes. What, what was that movie then? It was Gattaca, right? I didn't save anything for the trip back. You've seen Gattaca, haven't you? Yes, I've seen Gattaca. Okay, well, I'm trying to remember go. where that line comes in that it's, movie. It's like at the very end when he's racing his brother one last time. Oh, yeah. He meets his brother, and his brother's like, how did you do that? How could you do that? He said, this time I didn't save anything for the trip back. So anyway, you were saying something about Seth MacFarlane being one of the actors for the real people simulations. No, no, no. He's he's in the old one. Yeah. There was the historical simulations, kind of like, you know, the the History Channel did for Vikings in Civil War, but not as hokey. So instead of doing those live action things, Seth MacFarlane has basically gone through his animation channels. And so it's, (laughs) no, it's not going to be... Right, it's not Family Guy, but it no. will be animated. Yes, it it almost looks, I hate to say it, it almost looks anime-like. I'm fine, official trailer from Comic-Con, give me one sec. Well, actually, I have to give minutes. you about three minutes. Give me three minutes. All right, I'm going to pause this for three minutes while you do that. And since I was paused, you didn't have to hear all that, but that was about three minutes for Dave. Yep. Speaking about the relativity of time, ha-ha! Woo! It's not really relativity of time at that point. It's damn it! Wasn't gonna let us go down that. <sighs> oh, screw you! Okay. I also added the trailer to our list of topics in case anybody was curious to watch it as well. So people could go and see the really, really, really cool trailer with Neil deGrasse Tyson and some pretty interesting animation, actually. Well, that also, um, it's curious because there's a couple of things in there that were basically like famous key pieces from the original Cosmos series, but they definitely said during the Comic-Con panel, like, this is not a remake. A remake. This is not taking it was his a continuation. Stuff. Yes. There's going to be some repetitive things from the well, original series. because science is science. Speaking of science, did you hear that they have found potentially a new force? A, a, like these are not the droids you are looking for? No, like a we have electromagnetic, strong nuclear, weak nuclear, and gravity. Yeah, the four unknowns. Yeah, they may have found a fifth. A fifth? There, there might be a fifth force. How come this is not on the topic list? <laughs> because I didn't know how eh, scientists just discover a force stronger than gravity. Um, it's the force of love. <laughs> no, it, it's called the black body force. Not going to go there. Don't? Yeah, don't do that. So it only works on the micro scale, but it's potentially stronger than gravity. And so it's a little weird. All right, what is this link to a PDF that you have here about stopping light, speaking of science? Oh, oh, okay. We actually talked about a similar experiment to this a long time ago. Okay. So the idea is you take an opaque crystal structure, and then you start slamming it with lasers. If you slam it with the right frequency of lasers, you can alter the structure so that it's transparent, which in itself is really, really cool. But it's only transparent to very certain wavelengths, okay? Yeah. So you do this and you send a beam of light through it. What happens when you turn off the lasers? There, There is light currently passing through this crystal, okay? But if you turn off the lasers, it becomes opaque again. 
Did we just discover a light trap? Well, we didn't just discover it because we've had this for a little while. But that's the idea, right? You turn off the lasers, all of a sudden the light is inside it and can't get out because it's opaque. So what happens to that light? Well, it gets trapped inside. Now, when they first tried this, they were only able to hold the light in there for like a fraction of a microsecond. They have since improved their methods and they can now hold light for a minute. Well, that's crazy. That is insane. That means the speed of light through this material is zero. You want to talk about relativity. Oh. Einstein would flip. Like, wait, you did what? <laughs> that that shouldn't happen. But light, <laughs> constant, <laughs> through a vacuum. That is crazy. Yeah, so the upshot of this, because, you know, scientific experiments are all cool and all, and trapping light is, you know, a great pickup line when you go to the bar, like, hey, baby, I can cause light to stop. <laughs> That's a horrible pickup line for a bar. Depends on what bar you go to. <laughs> I think a majority of them, that would not uh, Yeah, it would, it would be a terrible pickup line. Uh, <laughs> The upshot to this is for information transfer, because if you can hold light, you can, in theory, encode data and hold the data. That would be interesting. Granted, most of the time, if you're using light for data transmission, you want, you're want you using it because it's the speed of light. Yes. But this is, uh, now you get to start playing around with quantum effects. And I can feel the headache already starting. <laughs> Just the word quantum starts to make Andy cringe. It may or may not make me cringe. <laughs> Depends on my current state. Uh, you, it actually makes you do both until someone looks at you. True. At which point you collapse down into one state. I love quantum mechanics. You should go back to school and get a physics degree. What's that I don't going know what to I would do, do with the physics Yeah, what's degree? that going to do for you? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. If you had to go back and it was paid for, you would free education. Where would you go and what would you learn? Some sort of engineering. Mechanical, electrical. I'm not sure. If I really... Civil. If I was really... I, I don't know. Okay. So did you uh, read the scientific study that says that our vocabulary is shrinking? I did not, but I've read the other study that says our vocabulary is actually very similar to what it was 10,000 years ago. 10,000 years ago? That's... Uh, were even... Yes, there was language 10,000 years ago. Oh, no, it was not English. No, yeah. Yes, it shared many of the same common roots and meanings and structure as English. Slash Latin, slash Spanish, slash German. Depending well, on all the, the romantic languages. Yeah. yeah, and Germanic. It's saying that because we're spending so much time staring at screens, we're losing our oral tradition. Okay. Yeah, no. No? No. Andy, you could say that they did say the same thing about books. Would you like me to dig up the quotes about how the written form is going to destroy language? No, I, I bet there's something out there. Every time there's a new media like this, there are tons of comments and quotes and doomsayers saying, oh, the language is doomed. Oh, we're going to get destroyed. Oh, people are going to lose their traditions. Oh, it's going to be terrible. Every single time it happened with the written word, it happened with TV, happened with computing. Do you still think, though, that kids these days, when we were their age, we would not have we would have a larger vocabulary than they are right now? I think that these people are, are having a very limited definition of vocabulary because these kids have words that we didn't have. iPad, iPod, tablet. I mean, YOLO. <laughs> we didn't have YOLO. 
Thank God. Thank God for that. I think this is just another kids these days study. Get off my lawn. Right. Read a book. Read a book. Read a book. I should watch that video again. It's a good video. Use some speed stick. It's not expensive. Right. So speaking of the internet. Yeah. The UK prime minister... Oh, yeah, no porn. It's actually more than no porn. More than no porn. Yes. Wouldn't that be some porn? I mean, they're they're looking to... Okay, so this is what's currently going on. David Cameron, the UK Prime Minister, said by the end of the year, he wants broadband subscribers to be required to go through a compulsory system which would decide what they can and cannot see on the internet. So Filters. Filters. For the internet. On the internet. The entire internet. Yes. He does understand the structure of the internet, yes? Well, this is just for UK ISPs. Which, right. since it is an island, can, you know, kind of... What, cut off the cables? Well, it, if you're going for broadband subscribers, you've got to have cables coming into the island, which will go through a finite Andy, number of ISPs. Andy, the, the same thing could be said about the United States. True. Or anywhere. You, have, you do indeed have physical cables coming into the country. You could put a processor at each of those. I mean, hell, just go to the central DNS servers. But, I mean, A, that kind of destroys the whole concept of freedom of the internet. Now, granted, the UK does not have freedom of speech, but um, no, <laughs> some VPN company is about to make a shit ton of money. But okay, so we all, well, the internet, because it's the internet focused on the porn aspect of it. But during his speech, one of the ISP nanny systems that he specifically pointed out was something called HomeSafe being used by an ASP in the UK called TalkTalk, Talk, mm-hmm. which their current system actually blocks the following types of websites. There's stuff for dating, drugs, alcohol, and tobacco, file sharing, gambling, games, pornography, social networking, suicide and self-harm, and weapons and violence. Uh, what's left? Wikipedia? I guess I you could use the, the internet for Wikipedia and IMDB. Those don't fall under those categories. I don't know. It depends on how broad these topics are. Maybe there are sections of Wikipedia that you can't go to. <laughs> He's sectioned off Wikipedia. You are allowed to visit the articles that are pro-UK government. This is a very bad idea. This is a terrible, terrible idea. This is not going to go anywhere. This can't go anywhere. They don't have the ability or authority to try and limit the internet like that. Supposedly they do over there. They can try, but it's not going... I mean, just... Yeah, could no. could you set up a VPN through a Tor network? Yes. Tor network, nothing. You can just set up a normal VPN. I know, but you could easily just connect to a Tor right. through an Onion browser and be all set. This is the, the most... That country is concerned about wasting money. This is going to be the biggest money sink they've had in years. This is the stupidest thing I could think of for them to try. Okay, not the stupidest, but this is a really stupid thing. Anyway, all right. World of Warcraft is losing subscribers. Again. How many now? They are down to 7.7 million, which, to put it in perspective, was the WoW user base before Burning Crusade came out. So they're back down to zero expansion subscribers? Yeah, back in 2007. I wonder, I mean, we can only observe their net and only from the published figures but i wonder how many they're gaining and how many they're losing because you you know there are new people signing up because that's that's an interesting question how many new subscribers are coming in the door or is it nobody coming in and everybody leaving it can't be just everybody leaving 
if it were everybody leaving, if they weren't getting any new subscribers or even just minimal new subscribers, they'd be doing radical shifts. They'd be putting it on sale. They'd be lowering the price. They'd be putting microtransactions into the game. No, they're probably going to do that anyway. <laughs> they are doing that anyway. Yeah, we, we talked about, we talk that. about that. Yes. Right. No, I think that there's something else going on. But I think they're still getting subscribers. I don't think it's just, hey, we are purely hemorrhaging people. Of course, what that means is they're hemorrhaging a lot more than you would think they are. Well, they were at 12 million total like October two years ago, 2010. Three years ago? Well, October 2010, yeah. so almost. Almost three years ago, 12 yeah. million. So they've lost about half in three years. Yeah. Have they started consolidating servers yet? I'm not sure. I'd actually have to go look that up. That's going to be a sign of... like that. That's one of the nails in the coffin. Yeah, when you start closing servers. Yeah consolidating them so world of warcraft owned by well created by blizzard who is part of blizzard activision yes previously owned by vivendi universal yes previously being a week ago before activision blizzard technically became its own independent company can you really call activision blizzard an indie well independent as in by itself not independent as in indie as in small-time developer independent as in they're not owned by anyone else well, technically, okay, so this is how the numbers break down. Vivendi still owns 12% of Activision Blizzard. Okay, they used to own... The majority of it. Right, which meant that when it came time to do stock and stockholder meetings, whatever Vivendi said happened. Yeah. Yep. But Vivendi has been running... The show. Yes, but they've also been running a debt. Ooh. The company itself is not making money as a whole. So they're trying... Basically, the money that they're going to get from Activision Blizzard buying itself... They want to try and get themselves out of debt. Yes. Now, here's an interesting thing. Do you know who spent a lot of the money to get Activision Blizzard to be able to buy back their shares? Uh, their CEO? Yeah, that's kind of impressive. Now, this is, what is it, Jack Tramiel, right? No, Activision's no. CEO Who's is Bobby. Bobby. Bobby Kotek, the guy who's like, I'm going to screw gamers every chance I get, because that's yes. That that is the one and the same. Yeah, I I don't know. Like he did just spend a lot of money to get his company to be independent. At the same time, he has publicly stated that gamers are sources of income to him, and that is it. Well, it's enough that they had four point six billion dollars in cash Jeez, on hand. So much money, so many WoW players and Call of Duty players. No word on Titan yet. Nope. Just that Blizzard rebooted it like two months ago. Yep, which we talked about. Yep. Okay. Having billions of dollars of cash just sitting around. Doing nothing. Yeah. Except earning interest because they can. God damn. Takes money to make money. They have a lot of money. Atlas. Have you ever played an Atlas game? I'm trying to think. They did... They did Dokapon. They did... Were they the ones who did Catherine or no? They, it seems like that would be an Atlas game. Yeah, Atlas and Catherine. Okay, so that's how I knew them. Uh, they did, not Phoenix Wright, Trauma Center. Ah, okay. That was an Atlas game. Persona is an Atlas game. You may have heard of that one. Yes. Atlas's parent company. What? Sorry, I was just thinking if that was the game I still have borrowed from Brendan that I haven't touched yet. Which one? I've got a couple of them from Brendan that I haven't played. Ah. But then he has my entire Batman the Animated Series on DVD, so we're even at the moment. Okay. He's going to listen to that and go, oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, right. So Atlas's parent company, which is named the Index Corporation. Really? It's named the... (laughs) (laughs) It It is named Index Corporation. 
corporation is is going a little bankrupt. Oops. So they're looking at selling off bits and pieces and kind of doing what THQ did. So Atlas is on the auction block, and even within Atlas, they may split that up in different ways. Okay. And Nintendo is looking at purchasing some of it. There are some really good game franchises available there. This could potentially be a a bump, not really a boost, but a bump to Wii U. Because it needs whatever bump is. (laughs) It needs whatever it can get. I just want them to remake Dokapon on Steam. You never played Dokapon Kingdom, did you? Nope. So take Monopoly mixed with Mario Party mixed with a medieval-based RPG where you can kill each other. The whole game is screwing over other people with an RPG element. So you, you have a class and you gain levels and you fight monsters, but you can also fight each other and you can cast magic on each other. You can steal from the stores, but if you fail, then you are branded a thief for a week. And if one of the other players captures you, which is to say kills you, then they get a bounty. Huh. It's a really, really fun game. Well, you should. I was going to say, we used to have that. We didn't really actually have a list, but it's like the games that I need to play, sort of thing. But granted, there's a lot of games I need to play. There's a, this, yeah. this would go on that list games that you should play. The, the thing is, it's, it's actually designed as like a party game. So you pick it up and start playing with like three other people. If you play it by yourself, it's okay, but it's way better to play with other people, primarily because the computer cheats. <laughs> it does. The computer absolutely cheats. But, oh, maybe, maybe, possibly, uh, when we go up to the Stee, we can convince Brendan to bring his Wii and Dokapon, just so that you can see what it's like. Okay. Brendan, let's make that happen. (laughs) I love how we're talking to him and he's not even here. Uh, He's here right now, this being when he's listening to it. Very true. What else do we have? How about we talk about Zynga? Zynga, with their new CEO. Yeah, and their last... since they're now a publicly traded company, they have their quarter financial results. Mm-hmm. They lost $15.8 million. Ouch! For a three-month period. Ouch! $15 million in Almost three months? Almost Is it? Isn't this the point where, like, you should just walk over to them and say, look, just give me the money. You're going to spend it. You're going to lose it. Just give it to me, and we'll, it'll be better. Ouch! Granted, they have a revenue of $213 million. So my only question is, where the hell... Is all of it going? Is all of it going, yeah. I have an answer for that. Would you like an answer for that? <laughs> to the people whose titles begin with the letter C? Yeah. <laughs> How about to Don Matrick? How much do you think he got as a signing bonus? Oh, probably millions and stock options. Yeah. Stuff that we so, don't ever so hear about. Zynga's stock dropped 14%. Wow. Last year, Zynga boasted 72 million daily users. This year, 39 million. That's a 39 million daily users, even if each of them pays an average of a quarter. Not even a quarter. Let's say like half a cent. Okay, that's 150,000. Okay, so maybe not half a cent. (laughs) Like, wait a minute. Well, let's see. A revenue of 213 million divided by 39 million people five dollars and 46 cents a person on average yeah so each person pays five bucks they lost 14 percent wow (laughs) that's problematic and i know this isn't on the list but also um remember how we talked about how they were thinking about getting into um real money gambling yeah they're not going to do that anymore good man it is a bad time to work for zynga Yep. Everybody also got their began, money and hopefully got out. Also began implementing its restructuring plan that will eliminate 520 jobs. 
Is that the same restructuring plan we talked about, or is this a different one? They're not only hemorrhaging users, they're hemorrhaging employees. This is ridiculous. This company should never have gone public. Well, Don, yeah, yes, yeah, that is very true. It's honestly feels like it's we're in the middle of a dot-com bubble again. I, I Except, think we I predicted think, that, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. We said, like, this is not going to last. It's like, oh, Facebook, it's going to be great. No. No, it's not. Like, I'm sorry, what's Zynga's business model? <laughs> Fully dependent on Facebook? Don Matrick says he's got a 90-day plan, though. To go over... It's called do nothing for 89 days and file for bankruptcy on the 90th. He wants to do a top-to-bottom review of the company. Ooh. Okay, can we start with the CEO? <laughs> the top? I just, this, is, this company should never have gone public. This was, I mean, granted for the... It's the difference between the company and the people who own the company. Because the people who own the company made a fuck ton of money. Yes. I mean, they're happy. They are laughing all the way to the bank. The company, this was the worst decision they could have made going public. Yeah, pretty much. Like the more and more I'm understanding about how the stock market works and about how going public works. Fuck, I'm never taking a company public. I never want to have to answer to shareholders like that. The more I learn about the stock market and investment baking, Mm -hmm. the more it scares me. The more of a scam the whole thing seems to be. Yeah. I I actually um, recently read uh, Liar's Poker, which is written by the same guy who did Moneyball. Yeah. About when he was working for an investment bank and just reading about his experiences there. Just like, now I see how we got into the mess we did get in. Because he wrote about this before the whole late 2000s crash. Right. The aught eight crash. Yeah. Nothing like just graduating and going to work and your contract job on the hearing on the morning news about banks getting shut down. You're just like, oh, great. Perfect time. <laughs> like, that's awesome. Thanks, everyone who was employed before me. Should have just stayed in school. <laughs> yeah, but then I would have gotten more of a school that, debt. And, uh, yep, yeah. Then you'd be paying it off for longer. So speaking of video games. Yeah, I'm just looking at Zynga's stock and looking at like the high and low. You know, right after it opened and it spiked up around like 14 bucks, And it's $3, which is what? Less than a quarter, right? So if you had invested $100,000, it would be down to less than 25000 now. You would have lost out on $75,000. Yeah, it's just trying to think of trying to compare it to something like Google, though. When Google went public, Google now is skyrocketed from where it was. Google, when it opened, was, it looks like, around 150 a share, 200 a share. It is currently 885 So it's only four times the growth. <laughs> So see, there you go. There are some things where getting in on the ground floor helped out. There's sometimes where it doesn't. It's the um. Let's see. How's my favorite boy doing? GameStop doing quite well. Thank you. Aw, GameStop is up to forty five eighty. So remember yes. when, when Microsoft did their thing in late May and said, yeah, no use games, and then GameStop's stock tanked? It went back up again? It is up to more than what it was before the Microsoft announcement. It is actually up to uh, what appears to be a f- almost a five-year high. So speaking of Microsoft, yeah, the Xbox One is going to double as basically an indie dev unit. Cool. So buy the Xbox One for $500, pay some unknown fee, and you unlock dev kit ability. Yes, so you, too, can create your own Xbox Live indie game, because you know how exciting those people are. 
hey, wait a minute. We've talked to a bunch of those people. I know, and most of them are just... Are awesome, amazing people. Yes, but... Who are not typically successful on Xbox Live. That's what I was trying to get at. Yeah, it's not the people. It's not no, the no, games. Th- it's, it's not the, the people. marketplace. People are awesome. Indie developers Yeah, let's, let's are be awesome. clear here, Andy. It's not the indie developers that... that is the problem those guys are awesome their games are really cool you and i have loved playing most of them oh yeah it's the marketplace that is the issue yes that's the problem which i mean is kind of why things like indie game stand is so cool humble bundles steam Greenlight, kickstarter keep going no because i was just curious to see what the prices were for some of the uh steam trading cards oh because you were sitting on those i'm actually only sitting on two i thought i had four but i'm only sitting on two okay so I'm not that worried about it. I sold a bunch of my uh, TF2 stuff. You see, I have nothing but hats left on TF2, but that's because I don't really play TF2 because I suck at it. Yeah, but it's still fun to play. Oh, yeah, it's, it's fun to play, especially when we're doing all of us against the machines. When it's actually a co-op and I'm not playing against people, then it's fun. Yep. Yay, man versus machine. Yes, that was a right. brilliant idea on their part. So... Hey, remember that EA... Or that guy who was suing EA? Yeah, for, for using his code in Madden and not paying him royalties. Yeah. And we laughed uh, and said, ah, ha, ha. Um, he won an award at an estimated $11 million. Ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Oops. I, I, I'd have to go back. I think we said that that one would be settled, didn't we? Yeah, well... Um, EA didn't want to settle. They thought they had the case. Yeah, and they lost the case. And well, Of course, they're going to appeal the case. Of course. Of course. So they're going to appeal, but they might have lost $11 million, which for EA, it's not... <laughs> Let's see what EA's last quarters were. Net revenue of quarter two, $1.15 They made $1.1 billion. $1.15 billion, yes. So $11 million is probably not that much to EA. They're still going to fight it because it's the principle of the thing. Right. Just give the guy $11 million and call it a day. So another court ruling that happened? Yeah. Something in Australia, maybe. No. No? Okay. Go on. Remember the the dish hopper? Oh, that's why it's a kangaroo. That's why it's a kangaroo, yeah. Where the thing this the is hopper... the one that we talked about last week. Yes? No? No. That what? was the Aereo. That was the Aereo. This is another... <laughs> okay. Remind me about this one. The hopper is the dish box that records eight days worth of primetime programming on the over-the-air networks. Okay. So it's like the other one where it records over-the-air. The hopper, though, can, after, like, if you watch it live, then you watch it live. But if you watch it a few hours after the live broadcast, you can play the entire thing without any ads. It will automatically skip all of the advertising for you. Cool. Which, remember that whole thing with CNET saying that was the best thing from CES and then CV, yeah, and all that stuff? Yeah, and then they got in trouble because their parent company is one of them. (laughs) Yeah, CBS said no. Well, Fox actually um, sued them, saying that this was uh, an illegal thing because of copyrights and this, that, and the other thing. Which the court... um, Laughed at? Laughed at, yeah. Okay. The original court said that DISH can't be held directly liable for the conduct of its customers, and that DISH can't be held indirectly either because of time shifting is a protected fair use and networks can't challenge commercial skipping because they don't have copyrighted interest in the commercials uh, 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 uh. but they're like yeah you guys don't own the commercials so you can't claim copyright on things you don't own <laughs> which actually is news to most of the media industry that's what it seems wait wait you can't 
do copyright on things you don't own. Oh, God. How many DMCA notices does that kill? Andy, that's precedent. That would be amazing. <laughs> so, of course, Fox appealed to the Court of Appeals. Yeah, and the Court of Appeals said? No. Wait, 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 wait. We need to be clear. Did the Court of Appeals actually say no, or did they say, go home, we're not taking the case? They're, those are two different things. The court agreed with the lower court's ruling. Okay. I don't remember if that's the different case or not. The court agreed with the district court that the networks don't have a copyright claim since they don't own the ads, and okay. they... So they didn't take the case. They just said, nope, lower court was right. Yeah, and they clearly pointed out the Supreme Court president of time shifting, which is a protected fair use, from the lower court's ruling as well. Mm-hmm. So they took one look at it and went, no <laughs> and no, go back. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> Yay! Because I'm pretty sure you can't appeal that, right? Technically, that right? you can keep appealing appeals until you okay. get up to the Supreme Court. And then if they agree with the lower court, that's it. Yes. Okay. The, the Supreme Court, they can either agree with the lower court and that's it. Or take the case. They can take, well, that's, that's, they can take the case. Oh, that's the first thing. They can either take the case or can't. If they don't take the case, that's it. Right. They basically say the lower court did its job, no problem. Yep. They can take the case and either agree with the lower court or, or disagree with the lower court with their own little, like, ruling stuff there, which right. is, so yeah, if they, if you can keep on appealing until you get up to the, t- I think so. My brother, who's probably also listening to this. Can let us know. Yes. Um... Sony's planning on making a Gran Turismo movie. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like what? What? I, okay. <laughs> just, at this point, there there are certain actions that companies can take that I I just ignore. Because what's the story of the Gran Turismo games? There is none. There's there's literally no. This is like let's make a movie for Battleship. And look how well that turned out. Well, no, no, because Battleship, you could have, like, two warring... No, 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 Andy, no. Yeah, there is honestly no... Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Hey, Real Steel was actually pretty good. Yes, but it had nothing to do with the game it was no. based on. No, it didn't. Other than fighting robots, which was actually pretty cool. Right. Um, oh, Hugh Jackman was on Top Gear uh, this week. Okay. Just staying I'm, for the I'm fact. go see uh, Wolverine tomorrow. I want to go see it. Go see it. I also want to go see Pacific Rim as well. I've heard terrible things about it. That's why it's already FMG. Okay. It's one of those movies that I don't want to pay full price for. Like, I, I don't want to pay full price to see Lone Ranger. See Monster. Oh, that, that's out? It's already out of the theaters. I didn't have a what? chance. It was Oops. full price, and then it was gone, which tells you something about the movie but it looked so cool it's tim burton and johnny depp again and it didn't work it seems okay well then netflix we wait for (laughs) or amazon prime instant or any other number of video streaming services monsters inc 2 and despicable me too i liked both of those okay i haven't seen them yet and i kind of want to but i don't I don't really like going to the movies. Well, what you really need to do is just go to the movies on a Tuesday afternoon. Andy, I work. I I know you work, so therefore it doesn't work. No. (laughs) If I didn't work full time five days a week, sometimes six... Well, okay, I even just go, go on a <laughs> just go to an evening show on a Tuesday. Go during the week. There's not a lot of people who show up during the so it's 10 bucks per ticket. $20 to go to the movie. I could buy a game, like a whole brand new game or, or a if small I see collection a, of games. Yeah, or if I go on to Indie Game Stand, I could buy all of my friends a game for half that amount. Multiplayer game that supports 32 people? 
I would like 10 copies, please. Here's $10. It's It all depends on your theater. That's like I said, when we go, we'll see, now the FMG price is up to almost $5. Now I think it's like four seventy-five. Mm-hmm. Oh, that reminds me, I need to buy tickets. As I said, I'm going to see Wolverine. And let's see, it's another 8 bucks for Pop and Pop if we decide to go that way. They really made a sequel to Grown Ups? Yes, they really did actually make a sequel to Grown Ups. What's Pacific Rim even based on? Kind of like the classic Japanese monster movies. Okay. Like Ultraman, that sort of thing. Okay. Oh, well, maybe. I don't know. It's like one of the things where I was curious about it, but not curious enough to like, I must go see this. Okay. I don't even know what's in the theaters right now. Hold on. Let me, let's, let me just double check to make sure it's actually still in the theaters. Yep. Yep. It's still in the theaters. I kind of want to see R.I.P.D., but then I heard that bombed as well. There's a lot of bad movies which i'm not sure if we talked about this but remember when steven spielberg and george lucas said like there's going to be a watershed moment where you're going to have a bunch of these high costing summer blockbuster films that are just going to bomb in a row i don't remember that no both spielberg and lucas said that i know spielberg said it i think lucas was there at the time so what's going to happen with it well he says it's going to be like a moment where it's going to be the end of the giant summer blockbuster i don't think we're there yet i actually do not think we are there yet I think we're on the way, but I don't think we're there yet. Yeah, he's calling it like the Summer of Doom. Well, Spielberg would know. Yeah. I don't think we're there yet. We'll see what happens. Okay, what else? Let's see. Just see. Kickstarter. Yeah. Kickstarter. Kickstarter. Yay, Kickstarter. Do you remember Knights of Pen and Paper? No. Did you... you you don't remember Knights of Pen and Paper? Not off the top of my head, no, but I don't remember uh, many things. Mobile game eventually came to Steam. You play a role-playing group, so it's kind of like the gamers movie. You play a role-playing group playing their characters in an RPG. Take my word for it, it's actually really good and cute. Alright, here we go, yeah. Uh, sorry, I was still actually looking at the Steven Spielberg thing. Yeah, it was him and George Lucas at USC saying that the era of the $300 million movie may have well have run its course. There's going to be an implosion where three or four, or maybe even half a dozen of these mega-budgeted movies go crashing into the ground, and that's going to shift the paradigm. Okay. Which most people think right now is actually that summer. Yeah, I'd believe it. So. Well, no, I, I actually stand by my statement. This is not that summer. Not yet. We're getting there, but we're not there yet. So anyway, this this gaming group that made this wildly successful game incredibly popular, uh, they do have another Kickstarter okay. called Chroma Squad, where you play a TV studio making Power Rangers-type TV shows. Huh. And it looks awesome. <laughs> so I, I just had to kind of toss that in. Um, they were asking $55,000 for it, and in less than five days, they've raised 40000 They have $15,000 with 25 days to go. Well, how about this? our actual article on that we wanted to talk about? Yeah, I was getting there. Because this was a board game that raised $123,000. Yeah, wasn't it for Spike Lee or something? I don't know. It was a board game. Yeah. And uh, 13 months later, the project has been canned, and it's out of money. Oops. Which, according to Kickstarter, if you can your Kickstarter, you have to pay back everybody. Really? That is part of the Kickstarter terms of service, you can't basically. just take the money and run? No. Hmm. So he has to pay back how much money? $122,000? $123,000, which he said um, is going to be an issue. <laughs> yeah. He, I mean, if you have the money, then you don't need the Kickstarter. How is he supposed to pay this back? I'm not sure. It's it's becoming a bit of a hoopla. We're like, wait, one hundred and twenty three thousand dollars. He he says he cannot 
uh, due to legal actions, tell anybody what happened with the money. What? Yeah, he's currently talking with the uh, Oregon Board of Justice or something. He's currently not, like, he's going through the legal channels right now about this, but something it's, was So up. it's not that, like, he actually took the money and fled town. Well, he actually moved from Port, uh, from California yeah, to Portland. He, he didn't flee the country with no. $130,000, no, which would be the stupidest thing in the world because that's not going to get you very far. No, no, it's not. Every He said he is quoted as saying, every possible mistake was made, some to my experience in board game publishing, other due to ego conflicts, legal issues, and technical complications. No matter the cause, though, these could have all been avoided by someone more experienced, and I was apparently not that person. Oops. I love how ironically named was this board game, though. Doom that came to Atlantic City? Yes, the Doom that came to... It would be better if he was actually living on it, the East Coast, is this but... a Monopoly clone? I'm not sure. It looks I mean, like I'm a Monopoly at, clone. I'm looking at the board, which, remember, original Monopoly was based on Atlantic City. Yeah. Most of the tiles on the board are this, you know, New York, Tennessee, St. James, Virginia State, St. Charles. It's Monopoly meets Cthulhu. So maybe that was actually the problem. Like, this is not, I don't know. Is Monopoly out of copyright? I highly doubt it. Pretty sure it's not, because Parker Brothers is still making them. Wow. Yeah. So this is what happens when Kickstarter goes wrong, it seems. Yep. He was also pointing out the fact that even if he decided to close up shop the day after he got all the money, he wouldn't have been able to because uh, Kickstarter and Amazon take a cut. Oh, and he wouldn't have had the money to pay back everyone? Yeah, he said it. They, I think it's about 10% is what they take. Wow, that's, that's impressive. Yeah. So he's kind of screwed. Pretty much. And a lot of people are... He says he's going to pay everybody back. He just doesn't know when, but who knows about that? Chromecast. Yes. $35? $35. So this is Google's... This this is the reimagining of the Nexus Q. What the Chromecast is. That's exactly what... No, well, let's be clear. Like, that's exactly what this is, right? Yeah, pretty much. So if you don't remember, the Nexus Q was Google's weird little black ball thing. That was supposed to revolutionize the media center that is your living room. It was an Android-based device. It would talk to your phones. It would go on the Wi-Fi. And you could stream to it. You could do all this cool stuff with it. And a couple people pre-ordered it. Google made it and said, this is a failure and canned the project. Still sending out the units to people who ordered it, but refunding them for it. It cost, I think, around $200. So now Google has taken a look at this and re-examined it and said, we need to try this a different way. And so instead of this intimidating black ball thing, they developed a dongle. It's a tiny dongle, too, if you actually look at a picture of it in somebody's hand. I mean, it's not much bigger than the HDMI port that it plugs into. No. And that's it. It's going to just plug into your HDMI. It's got a USB so that you can connect it to your computer and control it. Well, it also needs power through the USB. It can't just grab power through the HDMI? No. There's no actual power cable. Connect. In the HDMI connection. That's kind of silly. I know, but that's the way the HDMI is set up. All it would have taken is two more little contacts. You know, I think that already has like 15 contacts. I suppose, but it was not How much harder would that have been to put into the damn standard? People didn't think about it, because this was originally supposed to go from major component to major component, both of which would have already their own power supply. but, But this is electric. 
electrical engineers designing this. Wait a second, wait a second. Pin 18, never mind. Pin 18 is power? 5 volts, maximum of 50 milliamps. There you go. That's a USB power supply. Um, USB power supply is 500 milliamps. Okay, so it's a tenth of a USB power supply. <laughs> Which probably volts. wouldn't be able to power many things. 50 milliamps? I mean, it's still 5 volts. Yeah, yes, it's 5 volts, but it's Just 50 milliamps. <laughs> I hate electronics. <laughs> I understand what all of these represent. I understand what voltage is. I understand what current is. And I understand how they're related. Yeah, current, still voltage, and resistance. Yeah, and that they're all related. Yes. And and I, I still don't understand how that's going to affect a circuit board. All right, Dave. Like, I get it, but it... it I, Have, I, has I, anybody I told you the, the fire hose analogy? Yes. As I said, Andy, I understand it. And you're still not understanding that... Why can't it run on that? Because it doesn't have enough water. Through it. Yes. No, because it has enough water. It's just the water's moving too slowly. The amount of water that you're getting pumped through is the current. The voltage is the size of the pipe. Yeah, the amount of water is, is, is the voltage. It's how much is going through. It's the size of the pipe. The current is how fast it's going through. Yes. The current is the rate. Yes. So it's that there's enough water. It's just not moving fast enough. Which the total volume of water is not enough. Except the pipes are full of water. (laughs) This is where the analogy breaks down. Yes, I know, but it's a simple analogy. Right now, even if it's not connected to anything, the pipe is full. Yes, but you're not getting a total amount of water that you need to push whatever you need to push. Right. So, yeah. Okay. Anyway, Chromecast thing gadget plugs into the back of your tv because it plugs into the hdmi port evidently needs external power which andy i need you to make a a lithium ion battery case for this or you could just plug it into most a, most hdtvs now have a little usb port that's used for maintenance purposes so you just plug in the usb port and plug it into this yeah or we could design a little battery case for it and sell it. You could, or you could just plug it into the USB port on the back of your television, because I, I have good money USB port. that if your TV has HDMI, it has a USB port on the back as well. Okay, fine. So, you Do, do you want to go check this right now? I, you... I actually know I have a USB port. It's not necessarily for diagnostics. It's because you can play pictures and video off of okay, it. Okay, but you just, you still got power going to yeah, it. Yeah, because it's USB, and there's a... Friggin' power supply is part of the USB standard. Yes, which is 500 milliamps, which is probably enough power to run the Wi-Fi that's in this thing. Yep. That's how it connects to the rest of the world is through Wi-Fi. Yep. And anything you can run on a Chrome browser, you can run on your TV then. Say, torrented videos. I suppose. Now, what's really interesting to me, first off, this is very similar to something, again, going back to Kickstarter that I kickstarted, which is the GameStick, which is a full game console about the size of the Chromecast, which also plugs into the HDMI port, and I believe runs off the power from the HDMI port. Are you sure on that? No, but if it doesn't, then I'll just have to get more USB cables. But this device, it turns out, so Google wants you to think that it's Chrome OS, it isn't no it's android really it's a very tiny neutered android computer Hmm. which means that you could potentially run unsigned code and do cool stuff now first off just by itself at 35 dollars this is cool stuff yeah right the ability to play netflix play amazon instant play any sort of internet video or stream from your phone or stream from your network whatever you want well not every single piece because quicktime 
and Silverlight both do not work at this moment. There will be updates. Also, who plays QuickTime? Um, Apple. But if you have Apple, you have an Apple TV, and you're not going to buy a fucking Google Chromecast. I'm just saying, there's some websites that will run QuickTime. Yes, okay, so you can't go to apple.com to watch the TV movie trailer thingies. Yes, and Silverlight, which some of the stuff, so I think Silverlight, uh, the NBC Olympic stuff that they were running was all so run through Silverlight. Go to, can I point out that this is on a TV? Yes. So, <laughs> watching the Netflix streamed Olympics stuff? No. Not all of the net, uh, Olympic stuff was actually on the TV channels. There was a bunch of stuff that was only run through their online streams. Okay. Because we wanted to watch softball one time, which we could only watch. On the computer. Yes. Okay. Back when the Olympics actually had softball. Okay. So at $35, this is kind of a steal. Yeah, pretty much. Also, if you got in on it early enough, you got three months of Netflix for free. Not anymore, though. But yeah, even just that by itself was probably... I mean, that's $24 is three months of Netflix. So that made this an $11 thing if you already had a Netflix subscription. But that offer is now off the table because Google was not expecting everybody to buy it. Yeah, I mean, if they had sold the Nexus Q at $35, everyone would have bought one. Mm -hmm. This is going to be interesting. This is going to be really interesting. So I think that's pretty much everything. We probably should wrap this episode up. Okay. We were concerned. Last week, we we didn't have enough material. Now I think we have too much, which for everybody else, it doesn't matter because it's only going to be an hour. For us, though, the time difference is greater. Okay, let's go. (laughs) Speaking of relativity. Let's go. So random review. It's, um, it's my week. Speaking of Android, I got a new phone. What? What? <laughs> you? What? Okay. What phone did you get? Just to put this into perspective, I think Dave, out of everybody I know, is the only one who didn't know that I got a new phone. When am I going to see, Andy? When would you tell me that you got a new phone? I told Brendan and I told Brian. Kate was there when I got it. Held this back from me. Yes, everybody knows. Just so that you could do this. Yes. What? What did you get? I've actually had this for two weeks. I didn't do it. Freaking tell me what you got. (laughs) The Galaxy S4. Andy, what happened to? Oh, I'll never use a phone without a QWERTY keyboard. Funny you should say that because I went onto Amazon and bought a Bluetooth detachable QWERTY keyboard. Side note: the one I got though was only for like twenty some odd bucks, and it was uh, Crap. crap. Yeah, there there are indeed certain things in this world where you get what you pay for that was one of them by the way do you need a bike rack do i need a bike rack yeah uh, a bike rack for a car we have one damn yeah I how would you one. get how would you get this bike rack to us are you I planning on know. biking it over no but i i have a bike rack that doesn't fit laura's bike because she has a a woman's bike and so the the frame is much lower yeah it has that angled frame yeah so it doesn't fit on the bike rack how come it doesn't fit on the bike rack? Because the frame is different. Yeah, Kate's got a girl's bike. It fits on our bike rack, no problem. Well, j- just trust me on this one. There's no way to fit this on that bike rack. Well, no, we're good because we have one for ours. Okay. Wait, does anyway. that mean you're riding a bike now? Yes, I'm riding a bike. Dave's doing physical fitness? What? Fuck you. I walk 16,000 steps a day. Ooh. You come do my job for a day. Okay. See how quickly I responded to there? Yeah. Okay. Let's go on. Telling me about your new phone, your S4. Um, it's fancy. It's got a lot of, it's got a lot of stuff there that I'm never, ever going to use. Have you rooted it yet? Yes. And installed cyanogen? No, because there's only nightlies for cyanogen. Ah, yeah, but it's nightlies for like 10.1, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Those are still pretty stable. Uh, they also haven't figured out how to do Wi-Fi calling yet. 
Okay. Do you use Wi-Fi calling? Yes. Yes, I do, actually, when I'm at my parents' house. Oh, right, because your parents have no service. No. No, they don't. Okay, so you like your, your S4. I do, except for the stuff that Samsung threw on it. If you're rooted, Andy. I can get rid of that stuff, yes, I know. install titanium backup and delete that shit. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff on there that I don't need. Yeah. I also found out when I was transferring phones, there's a lot of apps on my phone that I just never... You never use anymore. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. Oh, okay, I'll just delete those so I don't have to download them again. I don't need that. I don't need that. I don't need that. Some of this air stuff where I don't actually have to touch the phone is a little freaky. Yeah, I'm not sure I like that. I'd probably have turned that off if I got an S4. I'm not getting an S4, though, because I have the S3. By the time I'm eligible for an upgrade, there will be an S5. Oh, yeah, I also got this through T-Mobile's jump plan, which I don't think we actually talked about. We did not. Which we should probably talk about that at some point, because Amazon, yeah. or not Amazon, at and Verizon, Verizon both, have both done it. Yeah. Yep, which means Sprint isn't far behind. Nope. Once the dust settles with this clear wire stuff. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot of things on this phone that I'm never going to use. Yes. And I'm not sure if I like Samsung's little overlay on top of it. No. But but it is so smooth, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Like, it is such a nice experience. Things go so much better on this thing. Especially coming from the G2. Yeah, where I overclocked it and threw an extra battery on it just to try and keep everything going. Yep. Wait, why do I have two calendar apps on here? What the hell? (laughs) Oh, I'm guessing one of them's Samsung and one of them's Google. Google, yeah. probably. Look at that. What a surprise. Use, use the Google one. Yeah, I know. I got to figure out which one's the Google one, which one's Samsung. The one that you can delete by default is the Google one. <laughs> the other one is the one that you want to delete. Um, I've also tried out Google Now. Yeah? I haven't oh, actually... because you didn't have that before. No. Oh, man. No, that's... I, I really enjoy it. I literally have no cards right now, so I don't know what... When you the... are signed into your browser, or when you have your, your browser open on your computer, are you signed into Google when you do searches? Yes. Okay. That'll give you stuff. I mean, right now, I have the stocks on my Google Now from GameStop, Zynga, and Google, because I searched for those. But I can't open. How do I open the Google Now stuff without? Do I? Where do I go? Because the the, the widget. Press and hold the menu button. Press and hold the menu button. Mm-hmm. Calendar, calendar, Chrome. No, that's the home button. Wait, which one's the menu button? It's the one on the left. Oh, search for Google. Hey, look at that. Yeah. So say Google. I don't want to say Google. I don't say have Goog- the voice. To, you what, just what, said Google. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say that. Literally now, Google is searching Google. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. So there's there's actually a lot of cool actions you can do for that, Andy. So if you do, uh, I've got mine open right now. So Google, remind me to call Andy tonight. Let me just tell you this, that I feel like going from an old phone to a new phone, like I've had a stroke or something. <laughs> I, I know that might sound a little crass, but... It, it's because you it's such a gap. Yeah, you tell right? your brain, you okay... You have this stuff before. Well, not, not only that, but things are in different places. So in my Ooh, brain, I want absolutely. to go like, oh, I'll do this button, this button to open up this thing i do it on my new phone and i'm completely somewhere else i have to like retrain my brain how to do basic functions like if you had a stroke which imagine how kate's pointing out that there's no instruction manual for this no no there's not that is imagine how this would be if you weren't already a gamer if I wasn't into technology, if like if I gave my mom this phone, yeah, you'd have to sit down with her for half an hour and say, "Here's how to use it." Which, if you didn't have that person, you would be screwed. Yep. Like I said, the, the Kate pointed out, there, there was a uh, thirty pages talking to me about RF frequency and radiation and all that stuff and how to <laughs> save my brain from getting scrambled. Wow, really? 
Yeah. That's impressive. But there was no actual instruction manual about how to do anything on the phone, which I'm not sure what says what kind of society we're in, where maybe that our technology is getting upgraded too fast, so they were not able to print an actual physical manual to go on the phone or what. But they don't, need, they don't even tell you where to look up the information online. Yep. You so, need to know someone who, who actually knows what they're doing. Yeah. It's Thank like, you. oh, how do I change the vibrating settings? That's the other thing. The vibrate on this phone. Yeah is crap. Oh, that's unfortunate. Like, it's neat that if I pick it up with the screen off, it will vibrate if there's a new notification so I can tell if I need to actually look at my phone or not. But if this phone is in my pocket and it's vibrating, I can't tell. And I've got the vibrate all the way up on this thing. That was actually part of the reason why I wanted to root it, because I wanted to see if I could basically overclock the vibration. Probably. You might run into issues with that, but probably. I know. I'm still researching that one, but it's still... I also got the multi-window version, mm-hmm. and it's got the NFC. It's, there's a lot, like there's a lot of things on this phone I'm not going to use, basically because there's not another person with you this could, phone. You'd be surprised at that NFC thing and how useful it can be if you meet with someone who has that. Like when when I did the, you know, again, you're not going to do this because you don't play Ingress. But when we did Ingress and we did the the operation stuff for Lake Geneva, when we needed to share, like, go here, everyone had an S3. So we just loaded up the maps. One person found the map that we needed and just started putting our phones up next to each other. <laughs> it was actually really cool. I do it now if I need to like give Laura a, a web link. I just put phones together, tap, and it's on her phone. Hmm. Not because to mention, I'm such a loner that it doesn't really matter to me. Yeah. Well, not to mention you can buy those NFC uh, little ID tags, the RFID tags. Okay. And so you can, you know what you do with Tasker and all those automation things? Yeah. You can do that with NFC. Oh. So, like, you come home, you have a tag sitting next to your door, you put your phone against it, you've changed your settings. That could work. Grant, I've got most of that stuff set up with Tasker. That was the other extra reason why I rooted it, because there were so many things I did with Tasker. Need root for Task. All right. So, Galaxy S4, congratulations. Welcome to the uh, newest phone age. Yeah, like my phone just vibrated. I couldn't even tell. Yep. Uh, random topic. Come on. Random topic. You're going to have a hell of a time editing this down. All right, here we go. Random topic. This I oh. Using a piece of wire, a car window parking pass sticker, an egg carton, and any inexpensive hardware store item, create something that would solve a problem. <laughs> yeah, Kate pointed out, duct ta- buy duct tape. It fixes everything. You don't even need the rest of it. You just get duct tape and you're good. I, I mean, the wire itself. <laughs> the wire and electrical tape. The problem is there's a gap in a wire. <laughs> like, what are you going to do with the parking pass? I'm going to park somewhere. <laughs> I'll use the parking pass to park near the gap. <laughs> Take the wire and some electric tape that I bought from the store. Now, the, the difficulty would be, is this a live wire or not? I don't know. Because if, if I'm putting, you know, if I'm patching this gap in the wire and there's... Oh, here we go. That's trying egg carton. I figured out the egg carton part of it, too. Insulation! I was going to say uh, using it as some sort of, like, outdoor weather enclosure. Oh, so you can put that around this gap in the wire. Yes. I see. That way the water does not get into and <laughs> mess with the electrical tape. I mean, someone's basically asking us to MacGyver something. Yes. And this is a very silly MacGyver, too. It's like, where did you... MacGyver. <laughs> like, there needs to be a task. There needs to be an objective. All it says is create something that would solve a problem. There's many problems in the world. I'm not sure that... Where did you... A window parking pass sticker? What the... Who came up with this one? I'm not sure. You know what? This is this is what we're going to do. We're going to open this one up. <laughs> oh. I have a rather extensive library of games 
on Steam that are just sitting there in the sense that they, uh, they're in my inventory. I already own them, but they're in my inventory. So send in your submissions. Andy, read it one more time, please. Using a piece of wire, a car window parking pass sticker, an egg carton, and any inexpensive hardware store item... And so let's let's put a more uh, more defined limit on that. You have five dollars to spend at a hardware store at retail prices. Okay. So keep going. Create something that would solve a problem. That's it. That's that's the end. Okay. So send those submissions to mail at rapodcast.net and the one that Andy and I like the best, and it's going to be completely arbitrary, I will tell you right now. I will send a list of stuff from my Steam inventory and you get to pick something. Okay. Sound good? Sounds good. Alright. Cool. That's it. Yeah, that's... Alright. Bye, everyone. That's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening.